led us to the show. I'm Lewis Hill. Clint Gibbons. And uh, we're back with another episode with Logan Downtown Brown. Double chocolate, baby. That's how we do this. <laughs> Having said that, we're going to see how the ratings are on last week's episode. And if they were shit, we're just going to flush this one and never air it. Yeah. We're a star. Like, we're a rising star, right? Yeah. And if you tank us, then... Yeah. Uh, we're going to hold you accountable. If you don't listen to these episodes, ties. you're a racist, is what Clint <laughs> yes. is trying to say. Finally, yeah. someone said it. I didn't, I couldn't say it. I'm a little too, uh, not enough melanin. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But uh, this episode, we're going to talk about, uh, it's called Get Us to the Show. We're going to talk about some shows we've done together. Uh, Logan, I think the first show I did with you was at Poor Boy. That's when I first met you. Oh, but okay, yeah. I hosted, uh, and it was one of my, like, Poor Boy's fucking fire to me. When I host that place, I, I said it. I set it on fire. That was a hot night, too. That was, was a great, yeah. It, yeah. it was just amazing, and everybody murdered. But the first real show, you booked me to host uh, Bowie's. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, you were hosting at the time, and you didn't really like it. You didn't no, no. Well, I was bad at it, and I was like, it was one of those situations where, like, like everybody else, when they first get into comedy and thinks they've kind of got a good 10 or a good 6, they're like, yeah, I'm going to start producing shows. And it was like, I always pay everybody really well. Like, it was a good show in theory, but where it was suffering, and again, like, I'm charging 15, 20 bucks for tickets, but where it was suffering was at my hosting. So I was like, I'll go to the mics and I'll host the mics, and that's how I'll learn to host. I don't need to host my own shows to learn how to host. I just need to do what I'm good at, which is a good six and a 10 right now. So then I started. Which is a remarkable amount of self awareness that you just don't normally see in comedy, right? No, I'm incredible. Yeah. I'm the most humble. Uh, you, should, <laughs> you, should, you should get an ego there, uh, Logan Brown. <laughs> yeah. No, but it yeah. was neat because. Uh, that show, too, I'll never forget it, and I will talk about my ego in a second. <laughs> but Because uh, you also would hire a professional photographer. Yes. So yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. would get these wow. pro yeah. photos nice. out of it. Oh, I made no money off these shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made $6. Like. But I, I'm trying to remember if this was uh, pandemic or post-pandemic or during one of the 19 lockdowns or something. Would've, this would have been January, so right before the the big one, right before the old, the biggie. The, 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 <laughs> oh, is that the, right? The, the horny lockdown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. The old dues, yeah. they call it. <laughs> yeah, so I went in and I hosted, and man, we had a, we had a very fun show. It, it was me, you, um... Uh, oh, Dylan Parker. Dylan Parker. And uh, that, uh, Glenn Foster. And Glenn Foster. He was the headliner, yeah. By the way, Dylan Parker. Can I talk about Dylan Parker for one second? Dylan Parker and Nikki Bobby are two people. As someone who takes a lot of photos at shows, you cannot take a bad photo of these two people. Oh, my God. They are God, fucking dude. dream boats, these two yeah, people. Like every yeah. single. Because you call the pictures. Like, I'll, I'll take, like, you know, a couple thousand pictures. Yeah, and then call yeah. and put up 200 or whatever. They are good in every... You don't want to yeah. delete any of them. They're so... But, you know... Nikki, particularly, too, is like a stud all around because he's also got that very sleepy, like, kind of francophone delivery where he's like, oh, hey, man. Yeah, yeah. no, it's really good to see you again, man. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, my pussy's wet right now. <laughs> like, what's, what is happening, dude? Nick, like, Nikki will come to my Muay Thai class, and he's trained before. Yeah, yeah. And then he will, he will get back into it, and he will be really tired and want to quit, and then he'll go, but then people will forget I'm Nikki fucking Bobby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Does he do it in a Will Ferrell accent when he says it? <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, uh, he, oh. he's amazing. Dreamboat. Anyway, so that was the show at uh, Bowie's. We, I, get, I drove Dylan there. Uh, we had a good show. Afterwards, I get the pictures. And you oh. know when it's, you know, you've been having a lot of fun. You're a little yo-yo <laughs> with the old weight. Oh. And I, the reason I think this was uh, pandemic is because I had cut my own hair. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what now, kind of idiot would I, cut their own hair? And I thought it looked really cool, you know? <laughs> I got these pictures back, and I'm like, oh, you fat piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> oh, God. I just shame. I keep those pictures on my iPad, as in go to the, go to the gym, you... You've never seen me post it. You know, every time someone That's does Bowie's, so they post yeah. the pictures. Okay. They're like, these Aaron's are... profile picture is still the is one still I did. We took a him at yeah. Bowie's. Yeah. D Dylan yeah. Parker posted those pictures immediately. I was yeah. like, I'm going to go run some sprints. That's and then funny. Cry I, myself to sleep. I had a mustache and an afro at the time. So if anybody <laughs> should have nothing. Like, you want to talk about my ego? Me posting selfies when I had a mustache and an afro. There's the ego, right? There's the no self awareness. But I want to get back to something, too. because Maybe, you, maybe I'll post this to the picture. If I'm brave enough, I'll post the worst picture. <laughs> you got to Photoshop it where you're like 700 pounds, dude. <laughs> no, I, I don't have to. <laughs> There's. There's no. I think I think the guy already edited the pounds on oh me. Oh my god! It's not great, and I'm I'm very self conscious because I do go up and down, and yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, you get your picture taken, you're like, oh fuck, maybe a little less Bud Lights. Yeah. But then I think Bud Lights are fucking great. Fuck off. Oh anyway. my god! So funny story actually. The guy who took the photos, Matt Connell, is his name, and uh, he and I actually set up the sound at the Biagio. So oh, that's right. So Howard was like, "Hey, like I need somebody that knows sound." You were out of town at the time. He and did call me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I recommended you, and you recommended me, which is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, fine." So I, I I knew Matt. We both lived in Smith Falls at the time, and we drove up together. And I'm like, "This is because Howard had said to me that he's got all the gear." I'm like, ready. Like, let's, this is going to be the easiest setup of all time. So he's smoking a joint in my car. We're like, this is going to be the easiest 300 bucks you've ever made, buddy. And we show up, and Howard hands me a box of old DVD players, and it's just like, can you do anything with this? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're like, fucking no. So fast forward yeah, to 11 o'clock. Yeah, we put wedding crashers on and continue yeah. smoking dope. Fuck. So fast forward to 11 o'clock at night. We're thinking we're going to be done in an hour, and it took us, like, almost 12 hours to finish this job and rig up oh everything. Yeah, well, because he had to go back home and, like, grab all of his gear and, you know, basically build a sound system from scratch and, yeah. Holy but it's shit. i mean it's one of the best clubs in the city so yep. fucking, you know hey man nice, shout out to biagio's it is the best club so. and you know what it just shows a lot of hands make this place the best yeah yeah absolutely. you know so. and uh i go there and hang out often even if i'm not performing and uh i dare say they love me there well maybe <laughs> not they're uh, pay your bill lewis anyway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that bowie show is just a reminder to lewis like hey it, it can't being a comedian can't be all great times and fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, donuts and beers. You got to have some accountability, too. And, yeah. you know, uh, stay it. Well, for me, like, you know, stay in better shape. Because I, not only that, like, I was sweating. In the, it wasn't fucking great, Matt. It was just, <laughs> there was nothing. And my hair, because it was long and I had cut it myself, was, like, wet and hang. I looked like, um, you know, uh, I looked like fat Marty McFly's dad in, like. Right, right. Yeah. You know, because he's got that hair that hangs over, and it was, oh, dude. Anyway, <laughs> Lewis, Lewis needs accountability. Clint's like, I don't even give a fuck. I eat Clint, Clint when we go on the road, he'll stop and get a gas station fucking hot dog. He doesn't. Oh, yeah, I love my gas station. Bro, hot dogs. I love a good gas station. Here's the thing: I used to be like that all the time, but comedy is less physical than music is. When I'm playing music, it's like I'm up there. I have to dance yeah, yeah. around. You know, you, I. I'm usually hired as background noise, but I do try to put on a show because that's how you know you get tips, yep. you get fans, you get invited back. Like yep. that's kind of the way that that works. So I was used to like put strapping on a Fitbit, doing twelve thousand steps in a three four hour gig, and then being like, I've earned this McDonald's cheeseburger. Nice. Whereas like I would do well for six minutes on stage and be like, I think I've earned about four McDouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's like I had to, I had a, I got to pump the brakes moment. Too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It, it is weird, and uh, you know the, the the boozing too. Like it, it's fun to go out and booze, but then you're like, yeah. you know, you, you know when you uh, here's a little tip for 
all my fans out there, my mom, basically, my mom, <laughs> if you ever see me change my Facebook profile picture, yeah. I'm hammered. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I only do that drunk, and yeah. I don't know why. I'm searching yeah. for likes. I need someone to love me. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah, happening really. at that point. Lewis is feeling himself. And yeah, he's like, all right, exactly. Looking good, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put the hills do have eyes, and they're gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> but never drunk enough to put up the Bowie's picture as my. <laughs> So yeah. is is Bowie's the show that you had booked me for that got canceled? In yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. got it was it's gone now because I mean, so I went through my divorce right around uh, like the summer of last year. No, it would have been October, and then it was just took a whole bunch of time off. I had to get my life all together. Fair, fair. So yeah, Bowie's yeah. is back now. It's now bi monthly instead of monthly because that's just too much of a workload mm-hmm. for me right now with uh, everything else going on. Very busy, as you guys know, lots of shows and everything. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Club weekends every weekend. Not hey man, you're a DIY uh, guy. I, I work seven days a week too. Yeah, you know, yeah and sometimes so. I make money, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is back now. We're doing it. Uh, it's again still first Sunday of every month, but nice. or first. Sunday, but it's every other Second month. month so, yeah. yeah, and every musician I know also knows that club and knows the owner because oh, they, yeah. they all go play there. And yeah, they, they no, all love it. It's Pat like, is a beauty, man. Like he's a world yeah. champion whistler. Like, uh, like literally, the man is like he's the, a world champion whistler. World champion whistler. He, he tours with a second microphone that's just saturated with reverb, so he can just like do whistle solos. This is a thing. Yeah, this is a yeah, fucking yeah. whistle solo. Yeah, man, he's I, nuts. My next song is getting a whistle solo. Bro, he that's makes oh. Bing Crosby sound like he has no lips. Like the guy's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're blowing my mind and, right yeah, now yeah. and make him sound like he didn't beat his wife yeah. and kids. <laughs> pat for sure doesn't do that he's a very nice guy he's a lovely dude yeah whistle while you work yeah. they say um no super nice you guy. love you'll never work a day in your life no he knew because i was taking vocal lessons at the time right uh, they, they didn't take but uh <laughs> but he knew my teacher and oh. you know my teacher's husband would go play bass there and stuff like that nice. and they're like say hi to this person say hi to this person i just did a show on uh Saturday at noon at a vineyard, and the the guy there was like, you know Logan Brown? I'm like, oh, yes. That's funny. Yeah. 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 Herb. Herb knows you. He's in the music biz. Nice. I guess. Yeah. 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 No, I saw that meme the other day on Facebook that was like, oh, how do you know so many people? And it's like, oh, we both went to the same school, attempt the music industry together. You know, like it's, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, yeah, that's exactly. how I know most people. So. But the music industry is like, you know, it's one of those. It's like the TV industry. I'm ready for a cableless society. My whole life is fucking cables oh, and, and running yeah. cables yeah, yeah. and lugging gear. And you see me with all my gear and stands when I'm on the road. And it's like, I'm ready to do this. The amount of troubleshooting, if you just like get a, some sort of bum scratchy noise, and you're Tell like, well, it could it. be one of these 1600 XLRs that I brought with me. We'll see which one it <laughs> exactly. is. Like, Maybe it's the one I spilled the Bud Light on. <laughs> oh, know? my God. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, that, that bass guitar that I got redone, like if it could talk, Oh yeah, you, you know yeah, what I mean. Because as he was cleaning that out and stuff, it's a 1973 Hagstrom. Uh, yeah. But just the the grime and the beer that he's like pushing out of the thing. F- funny side note: my great uncle uh, McGee, God bless him, would play guitar in country bands. Okay. Uh, around this area, actually. Um, but you know, my, my family a little rough and tumble sometimes. Okay. You know, you can't take us anywhere. He would get in a lot of fights. Kept breaking guitars. Oh, so he wow. switched to bass. So, really? so he can knock a bass guitar off someone's head and then keep playing. Shut up. That's so This is a yeah. true story. Yeah, this I, is I, a I legit true story. No, I want to make a movie of this guy's life. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, no, that's, true that's, story. That is very true. But yeah, so the, the, the Bowie show was, uh, that's Lewis's, uh, there, there's a few shows, like this is, people why I wonder, wonder why I rip on Swizzles, and it's because, well, Swizzles is fucking terrible. But also, because it's where I had my worst bomb ever, and, oh. I, and I wanted to rethink my life after. Right. And I Worse th- than Carrots and Dates? 
Ooh, fuck this guy. Eh? Bro, <laughs> I, I didn't do well at Carrots. You know what, man? Cornwall doesn't like me. I don't I don't know. Like they, they, You're saying they don't like black people? They tolerate me. Like, I, do, I do okay in Cornwall, but, like, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a situation where I just, like, I don't know what it is. Like, every time I go there, I don't get, like, I'm not, not that I'm used to, like, thunderous applause, but it's, like, I'm used to, like, yeah, I, when you're used to killing, and then yeah, you yeah. just like you're just like had to have a good set. You're like, nah, this is yeah, yeah. No, I know this feels like a bomb right from, now. Yeah. You know, that, you know who else they don't like? There's the ego right there when you're used to killing. <laughs> sorry <laughs> guys, sorry guys, I'm sorry. They don't like Tavis either. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he will say these are his words, not mine. I'm not making fun of the guy, but he's like, yeah, Cornwall does not like me. I never do good there. Yeah. Well, Tavis is a smart comedian. I was. I didn't want to say it, man. <laughs> I really didn't want to say it. And like again, like. I've had people you, you're listening, laugh. Daniel, you're you're listening, friends. I have had people laugh at the Nigerian prince joke as I'm starting my second joke and be like, it really took you that long yeah. to fucking get it. Not like, really? Like, like oh, you guys fuck. don't have internet here or something? Like, not a single one of your grandmothers has been scammed before by me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. But you got you guys did a show together, right? Uh, yeah, we yeah did, we've done we, several. Yeah, we, yeah. We, the one in Embrin is one of my favorites because, like, that was just a night that was, like, Beautiful under the stars, like you know, we everybody had decent sets that night. It was great, and I wasn't even supposed to be on that show. No, right? no, because you just showed up to watch. Well, it was, so what happened was Dan told me about the show, asked me if I wanted a spot. Yeah, and I said no. I just want to come hang out and watch. Yeah, I like, remember this one. I, I remember I this. Just want to go. Yes. I just want to go watch the show. Yeah, and he's like, "Cool, I hundred percent respect that." But then he was having a bit of a hard time moving tickets. Right. So he's like, hey, can you can you help me share this thing? I'm yeah. like, absolutely. So can I start. you put Clint the sellout Gibbons on this motherfucker? <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. I, I don't have a lot of drawing power, but in my small hometown community, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do have yeah. a few friends, right? So anytime I'm like, hey, my buddy Dan's putting on a show, really talented lineup, you should go. And it was, uh, so there have been it was J- me, Jamie, Jamie Carr, Simone headlined. Yeah. Um, Fabio Ricci was awesome. Fabio Ricci, yes. Oh, nice. I love yeah. Fabio. So it was, it was one of those, I'm like, come to the show, and they're like, well, are you going to be on it? I'm like, no, I'm just going, like, eh, then I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I called Dan back or texted Dan. I'm like, hey, dude, can you just give me a guest spot so I can tell people I'm on the show? Then they're going to be more inclined to buy the tickets. Yeah. And sure enough, they did, and they sold out, and I went and had a fun set, but I also specifically asked, I'm like, Dan, can I go bullet? Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, I came here to drink. Yeah, Dan. exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, and I'm not going to put you bullet, but I'm going to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just walk the whole crowd after your 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So it was one of those. So I finally, I was in the middle of the show somewhere and I just wanted to go have a fun time, have a couple of beers, have a couple of gummies. And so I remember taking, like, I'm doing 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, I can take a gummy safely before I go on. And and famous last words. And I was, but like, I get off stage and you're, you're on that high, you're all pumped up. I'm like, I'm not feeling anything. I'm going to take another one. Yeah. So. And is, he, is he 16? He yeah, yeah, this yeah I, I was yet? an idiot. Yeah. So it was, it was a couple of gummies in and then a couple of beers in. And, and so we, we did the show. The show went great. Yeah. And there, we'll talk about that other story with that other lady oh, afterwards. Oh, so funny. But we end up going to, my wife was at the show. Then she went to uh, another pub in Emrum to get some wings. And I, I went and ran into them because I wanted wings because yeah. I obviously had the munchies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I walked in and it was the first time everybody saw me. They're like, oh, you're fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get into the Rice Krispies there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. that was the first time I got called out on it and uh, I, w- I was a little bit sloppy that night. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but your set went well. The set went well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I refuse to get intoxicated before I go on stage. I, 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 I've, I've never done it and I never will. Like yeah. I have a hard two-beer limit before I go on stage. Well, I did, I, I did it once, and I wasn't supposed to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. And I asked. It was uh, my buddy Ben was in town, 
Ben Bankus? Ben, not, not Ben Bankus. Ben Bulldog. Best sh- friend, Ben Bankus. Shout out to Ben Bulldog. We're going to stay at his uh, cottage uh, okay, cool. in this suit. Hey, oh, when wait. you tour with us, Logan, you stay in a cottage, you go on a pontoon boat all day, and then you go do a shovel That's all night. You some white people saying? shit. I'll, yeah. be, I'll, I'll be a Cracker Jack by the end of the week. That's right. <laughs> You're looking whiter already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I, it, was, uh, it was a Monday, and I said, well, Aaron's on at Absolute, and ben, of course, Ben knows Aaron. Let's go check out this show. And uh, me and Ben are getting into it a little bit. And I said, well, I, I got to take it easy if I'm going to, because I'm going to try and get on. And I got there and I asked Aaron Power, any room for me? He goes, no, man, sorry, it's a full show. And I'm like, cool. Anyway, so then me and Ben, we got, we're going to have some whiskey. We're going to have some beers. We're oh. having some Bud Lights. We're doing this. I go to the washroom. And as I go, it's uh, the person before the headliner is up. Yeah. And, and Aaron stops me. He goes, you know, you're up next day. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And uh, I got excited, went fucking, went back, uh, put my drink down, and g- went up and had a killer fucking six minutes of all just adrenaline. Nice. Got, yeah, me, yeah. got me through it. Uh, Rick Curry was a headliner. He was like, hey, man, that was fucking great. Yeah. So I didn't uh, get drunk on purpose, but I was I was into my cups a little and, bit. And that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah. let's go back to that, that show in Embram now. And I'm yeah. going to let you tell the story about this lady because, as previously mentioned, my memory is fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was just a, <laughs> it was just a situation where, like, you know, she'd had a couple to drink. And Jamie had a good set. And Jamie does a, a lot, you know, a lot of impressions yeah. and everything like that. And she Jamie, came up. Friend of the show, Jamie Carr. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jamie Carr. Yeah. I, I fucking love Jamie. He's great. Me too. Yeah. And, he's and, one of the nicest people on One of the best nicest hangs people, in the world. And honestly, like, I don't know if I've ever met a comedian where he gets consistently better every time I see him. Oh yeah, right. Like yeah. there's a lot of com- comics. Fuck and it, you. It, it's a tra- it's a trajectory. <laughs> like I'm kidding. the more you do it, the better you get generally. Yeah. yeah. But it's not it's not always a slow, steady climb for everybody, right? Yeah. Like you have good shows, you have bad shows. But every time I've seen Jamie, he's been a little bit better than the time he was yeah, before. Yeah. And also, yeah. like you're saying, like, nothing but love for that guy. Yeah. It's the climb. Yeah. Is what you're saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was hoping Logan would sing it. He's a better singer than me. But... I don't want you to get coffee straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for Miley Cyrus, all right? We'll do that for something cool later, but not, yeah, yeah. Um, but, ja- yeah, Jamie, he does a whole bunch of impressions. And for the life of me, I don't think he did a Justin Trudeau impression that night. I don't think he did I, that. I don't think bit. I've ever heard him do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah, think so either. And this yeah. lady was just pie-eyed, and she came up, and she was complimenting his Justin Trudeau impression. <laughs> and he's like, I don't think I did a Justin Trudeau. And she goes, and you got to do more. Ju- like, I want more Justin you Trudeau. You think he would know what he did <laughs> yeah. and what and, he didn't do. He and did- you made the most, like, it wasn't even that bad. Like, you were just like, hey, look at this lady, like, requesting bits from you now. Like, she, you know, taking requests. <laughs> that's what we do as comedians. We take requests, which was, like, you had a big smile on your face. You're a really likable guy when you're fucking you're, around. Like, it was. You were high it, as fuck, though. It's very, yeah, yeah. Now I know you were high. Um, you know what? We did shut it down that night. So I don't know why it flew into my head that there was something more than just beers going on. But, uh, yeah, it was super, like, you know, funny, roast, like, haha, you know, here's my elbow type shit. And she was just, but directed all of her rage towards Jamie, who said nothing. By the way, she was talking so much. Jamie said fucking nothing. And this lady was like, you know, you're a real prick, Jamie. I knew you in high school, but now, you know, I don't know what. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what happened to you, Jamie Carr, but you're a piece of shit. After after she turned on him, like, my my barb started getting more pointed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kept giving him advice, and I think I said something along the lines of, like, 
oh, like, what festivals have you done if you're coming to shows and giving people advice? It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. what do you mean? I'm like, well, obviously, you're a seasoned veteran comedian yeah, if you're yeah. going to give people advice. Because yeah. no, what kind of crazy person would give somebody on advice yeah, on yeah. something they've never done in their of lives? Yeah, I've yeah, talked yeah, about yeah, this yeah, before. Yeah. Eldest children, Clint. Eldest children will <laughs> oh, do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was giving people advice way before I started yeah. doing comedy. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's... Anyone else feel like Jamie slept with her in high school? This is, yeah. this is, this is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some deep-seated stuff, for sure. That and it could have gone one of two ways, right? Like, Jamie slept with her, and he was really bad. Yeah. But I think more likely, he was really good, and then that didn't happen again. So yeah. she's like... Yeah. Or he did an impression of a good person. I was going to say she wanted an impression of, of uh, high school Jamie Carr that night, and he was just not She may have it. also slept with... What if with, he does, like, a she, John Holmes impression in bed? <laughs> she may have slept with Trudeau, too. This is what I'm getting out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants more Trudeau. Poor bread, Sophie. For sure. Okay, so how did it end? She just said, you're a you're a, yeah, you're a just, fuckwad, you're and then bailed? And, and walked away. And Jamie's sitting there like a deer in headlights. Like, I... I didn't get two words into that whole yeah. conversation. It was so funny. And I think what was going on with me, too. So, like, first of all, I didn't like the fact that she was attacking one of my friends. Of course, yeah. And two, which I think was the bigger factor, is that you and Fabio were losing it. Oh, it's right? so funny. Were you guys laughing the well, whole time? Oh, yeah, because she had gone after Fabio as well. Because Fabio does that he does that face yes. thing. And she, yeah. just, she wanted him to do it for pictures. She had, like, multiple cameras, too. Like, not just her own <laughs> cell phone, but her friend's cell phone and shit like that. So, like, by the time she'd got to Jamie, I'm sure you would just been vicariously, like, you know, sitting on the sidelines watching this interaction, been like, all right, enough is enough. Like, this yeah. woman's, like, guys, going around, like... And I, after I dropped the first one, you guys were laughing so hard. I'm like, well, spotlight's mine. <laughs> oh, man, it was, yeah. <laughs> time to go all two, baby. Especially oh, yeah. when you think, like, and I guess this is just, you know, not, not to be like, guys are different than girls, but, like, you know... When it's the boys and we're, you know, taking shots at each other, it becomes funny. Even when we're all, I mean, we got 50 drunk comedians in a room at the O'Craps and not yeah. a single person had an issue with what it was said. Yeah, but yeah, Tavis. She was a little wine drunk and it was just a situation where I think she was not, you know, she's, I'm on the sidelines here and I'm yeah. the one getting all of it piled on me. Yeah. And, you know, and didn't white take it wasted. in a fun way. Yeah, she was yeah. white girl wasted. White girl wasted as well. Got to shout out the uh, the green room for that gig too. Oh, I like was they, great, they put us on, like, so the gig was outside. Yeah, uh, on their patio and inside it's it's a tiny little brewery uh man they had like a tub with a hundred beer in it and yeah. it's, it's at a brewery so it's all their own beer they had uh, baskets of chips and, and oh, pretzels yeah, and yeah. snacks like they they really put on a good show it's uh it's a fun spot yeah i'm a simple man you give me a lager and as many friggin' like halloween chips exactly. that i can eat like halloween chips. i will actively add to my carbon footprint with those things man yeah, yeah <laughs> like plain <laughs> fuck off where the doritos yeah yeah straight <laughs> when up. they give us something Something. Oh yeah, something. Absolutely. I'm like, you're the greatest place ever because we've done those shows where I've stood in line for water, Clint. Yep, I've oh. stood in line to buy water, and they're like, the show's got to start, host, and I'm like, not till I fucking get a water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've played a Legion too. Good yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A few of them. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, yeah, well, it's it's a pet peeve of mine, right? So like, we're we're going on this little tour next week, and yeah. like, I told our producer, I'm like, make sure they feed us. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's such yeah. a little thing. Like I don't need it to be surf and turf. Yeah. But I want to have yeah. some food, like either before the set or after the set. Well, it's nice to have a meal, yeah. you know? Like, I, I I enjoy a good road burger as much as the next guy, but it's like, at some point, I want to eat something that isn't McDonald's. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, yes. I, I would like... I'm know, all salt. I'm turning inside yeah, out. I would yeah, like yeah. a taste of, like, what the, you know, you know... Yeah, I've got a 45-year-old digestive tract, right? I need some fiber in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, when they... A green room, too, is just makes you feel... Like, it makes you a better comedian because you're like, oh, fuck. 
Now I can relax. Now I could zone out. Yeah. Now I have yeah. some separation. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, and I can go out there and deliver. And it does make you feel like a bit of, more of a star, which is silly. But when you're up on stage, that's the right. energy you need. Yeah, of course. But yeah. I also you know think it, it does the same thing for the crowd, right? Because if if you're just sitting at a table in the crowd before the show starts, you're like, oh, yeah. this guy is a he's an open micer. He's a hobbyist, right? Yeah. But if they don't see you, it it, it creates more of a mystique. Like the comedians are in the back. Uh, yeah. They've yeah. got their special little room. Yeah. yeah. Then they come yeah. out. I don't know. It makes the show seem more professional if yeah. the comics aren't mingling amongst the the patrons before the show. Yeah. But it's just all for the sake of the show. Like yeah. Lewis was saying. That's I mean, it. Like, as a singer, like when I have a performance, I have to drink at least two liters of water with at least three hours before the show. I can't have any dairy products. Like I've got to make sure I do my warm-ups. This is all just to make sure that I can fucking sing hang, wagon hang wheel for you hang people on, for hang four on. hours. You know? like, as a good singer, because I just fucking whatever I do, I can do on anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When I recorded the vocals to the last song, actually, like I, I had all those rules, no daring shit. Yeah. And then I just I had a window. They were doing construction around here, so right, I couldn't right. record. And they went to lunch. I'm like, I had a hot coffee in my hand, and I fucking just nailed it. I'm like, oh, nice. I did it. This yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. like that, but I will but, say, caffeine has never affected me. I, just to like not to digress or anything like yeah. that, but yeah, caffeine has never affected my voice. Dairy for sure has, and beer. If so I have dairy affects stage, your voice. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, uh, it's all the, the mucus. Yeah, really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, so. Sputum, as some what what is sputum? <laughs> by the way, I don't know. <laughs> What's disgusting. Coughing up the sputum. But other thing about a green room that I found uh, neat is every now and then. You get some motherfucker wandering in that shit. Oh, and yeah. Just, yeah. Like, I, I, we were at uh, Biagio's, and someone goes in and goes, hey, you on the show? And I said, yeah, like, this is what this is. I want to know how to do this. I'm like, just do it. He goes, no, no, I need you to tell me how you go about doing comedy. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, how do you write the jokes? And I'm like, dude, you got to leave this room. You got to get out of this room right now. I'm going to give yeah. you Pierre, Pierre Bro's phone number. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah take yeah. the class. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I told him, like, just do it and also get out. You can't be here. Yeah. This is yeah, weird. Yeah. And, it, and it's when someone, he was a bit uh, off, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, a little yeah, off. Yeah, and yeah. when that happens, it's all of a sudden, is this now a self-defense situation? Because he was very uh, aggressive about the whole thing. And and that man turned out to be Mike Tamafi. <laughs> <laughs> and he never learned how to do comedy. Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Hey, we miss Mike Tamafi. I, I love Mike, Mike Tamafi. Yeah, one of the funniest dudes is alive. he? Is he? Uh, were you before his? Or is he yeah, before I've never your met time? Mike. Yeah, I've oh, you never, never met, Mike? met Mike, but you heard of Mike. I've definitely heard of Mike. Yeah, like Mitch and Mike and that whole yeah. thing. Yeah, like we talked last episode about people that aren't afraid to try different things. Yeah, yeah. like they were fearless. Those two guys. Oh, like, Mitch is one of my favorites. Yeah, Mitch absolutely. helped me immensely because I had like a I had a mediocre, okayish set at Glebe Central Pub one time, and he kind of took me aside and he'd had a little bit to drink, so he was like happy to give me advice. Mitch, but <laughs> he That's took why me I love aside Mitch. and he's like. You rest on your laurels because you're easily likable on stage. Don't do that. He's like, you, if I was, he's like, if I was you, I would stop all of the stage presence and just get to writing jokes. They so almost take one liner delivery, and then you can start adding your stories back in. But if I was you, I would get rid of all that. And I did it. I, there was a when when we first met at Poor Boy, it was a six months where I was just stand. I wouldn't even take the microphone out of the stand. I would just stand there and I would deliver. That's where the Nigerian Prince joke came from. All of it was just one liner setup, wow. setup punchline, setup punchline, setup like almost like Emmett Morrison level like okay. deadpan delivery. And then I started adding in. Then I started bringing the guitar on stage started adding in act outs again and that that was kind of that's interesting man because like it's 
that's not an easy thing to say to a person. No, no. Right? And, and I was probably, I was hurt, you know. Yeah, I mean, not like, easy yeah, to hear, yeah. but at the same time, like yeah. great advice. Yeah, no, it was it was exactly what I needed to hear because I was a step back to take two step forward. I was essentially what it was. I right? was kind of in the ruckus at the time. We were all like, you know, <laughs> we're all comedians other than Kia, but we're all comedians under one year of doing stand-up, just jerking each other off, yeah, yeah. being like, You're the best, you're our guy, you're our guy, you're our closer, dude. You're the headliner. And then uh <laughs> Kia or not Kia, Mitch took me aside and was like, Man, like you're okay, but you're acting like you're better, and here's how you could actually be as good as you think you are. And then, Amazing. yeah, yeah. So I took that advice to heart, and you know, Amazing. comedians that take advice. What is yeah. what is this? <laughs> comedians in bars taking advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eat your from heart Mitch, out, Jerry Seinfeld. From Mitch Muirhead, the yeah. guy who just went up and did a rap about. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. guy would try anything. Yeah, yeah, and and he's one of those guys where, like, I don't care what I'm doing. If he's on, I'm paying attention. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, there's other yeah. comics that you've All heard them a thousand times, yeah. and you just kind of tune them out, and you're you're putting your own shit together. But yeah. Yeah. Mitch yeah. is on stage. I am paying attention. When, yeah. Mitch is like Ashley too. Anytime I I'm doing something weird at Yucks, where it's like, hey, me, I need two mics, two guitars, so I need a DI box. Whatever. Mitch would be like, you got it. I just message him, and it'll yeah. be all set up by the time I got there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's and fantastic. It, he he was awesome. Uh, Tamafi too. Uh, I remember there was one comedian who. Um, Told a joke. It was a good joke. Clint's dying. Um, it, it was a it was a good joke, but it was a little uh, off color. A little. Someone accused this joke of being racist. Oh, okay, okay. So on Twitter, it kind of went viral. This is the joke the person told. Anyway, Tamafi was so pissed off because he's like, "I've been trying to fucking get canceled for fucking years." <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. But but genuinely yeah, angry yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That's why I like uh, Mike Tamafi. Yeah, well, once it happens, you realize that there's no power in the situation. You can just kind of keep doing what you're doing when you get canceled. Not that I've ever been canceled, but it's just like, I'm terrified of it now. I know if it ever happens, I'll be like, oh, okay, it's not really that bad. Well, and <laughs> Okay, well, let's see about getting you canceled. What are your feelings on... <laughs> well, I, I think people are starting to realize, too, like, hey, why are we giving the people who are, you know, sh shut-ins and uh, angry losers power? Yeah, they're not coming to our shows anyway. They're not coming you know to our mean? shows. Like, but yeah, so let's um, let's talk about, so we've been talking about shows. So what's the worst show you've ever done? Oh, worst show Tell I've ever story. done. Tell Ooh. us the story. Um, God. Well, the, my first bomb was probably, I was at Crazy Jack's in Oshawa. And I, I use the word bomb. I had six minutes, and three and a half of them went well. And then the last minute and a half was like I just ate it the whole time on stage. And then I got off, and I was like, oh, that doesn't feel very good. And it was, again, it was my first bomb. So I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. That worked last night and the night before and the night before that. And then a Toronto comedian who bombed way fucking harder than I did, like not a laugh for his entire Ugh. set, came up to me and was just like, if I did that bad, I would kill myself. And then walked what? away, and I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm calling my ex-wife at the time, driving back to Smith's Falls from Oshawa, being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I didn't get paid a cent. Like, this is a Friday night. I could have had a, a music gig yeah. and made at least 400 bucks. Is like, this what a, is was this on? a big comedian? Is this no, 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 not a big comedian at all. Just He's like a decent-sized producer now in in, uh, in Toronto, but, little, like, again, and, and, like, doesn't remember that at all. And, okay. and was like, oh, yeah, my, my buddy Logan, you know? And I'm like, That, that hey, fucking man. gatekeeper energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, I remember fucking. you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, I remember that. Uh, the Valentine's Day show was a hard, because I didn't, we didn't bomb necessarily, but it was one of those situations where you're like, oh, Rob Pugh is there. Everybody wants to do well in front yeah, of Pugh. Yeah. And then since then, I've talked to Pugh, and he's like, if you did well all the time, I wouldn't fucking like you because that means you're not taking any risks. So I'm glad that you didn't have a good right. set that night, you know? Yeah. Oh, it, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was one of those, you know, Pugh's one of my heroes. So yeah. it's like 
dying. And I was like, I was having an okay time, but literally just eating it for the entirety of the pegging song and then being like, here's your headliner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> Introduce Rob Pugh to that was just like, <laughs> And I know we've talked about this show before, and yeah. I think you did better than you thought you did throughout the course of the night. Yeah, yeah. But the pegging song, no. They, yeah, they, they weren't not, They were it. not. Yeah, that was, were... I. you know what? I wrote a clean song the next day. I was like, really? I, I gotta have okay. something that isn't well, about my well, penis. the hamburger song? Yeah, the Secret Burger. That's where oh, Secret Burger came from. See, I still haven't heard that one. Oh, that's my favorite. You're gonna have to buy the album there, Clint. When is the album coming out? July. It comes out on my second year anniversary doing stand-up oh, so it's cool. uh, july 29th yeah very cool yeah. i'm coming up on it i'm i have my stand-up anniversary is this week oh really oh, shit. yeah the 31st and it's nine or ten years i think, that's it, I think it might be ten years yeah wow, fuck. that's all so, that's incredible i can't wait i can't wait yeah. to like yeah i try to be present and live in the moment but all i think about is like my future so yeah. i'm like 10 year logan i can't wait for that yeah, yeah yeah every pod that i listen to about comedians though it's always like they're always doing that too. I can't wait for this, but the, the pros are telling us we're in the sweet spot right now. Yeah. And yeah. I wonder if, like, there's that quote from The Office, uh, the season finale, like, you know, when people, yeah. people say the good old days, like, how do you know at the time that you're in the good old days yeah. as they're happening? Because, oh, man, and it yeah. makes me so sad, but yeah. maybe well, this is what's better than this? We're sitting around shooting the shit. We're going to, you know, I, I, I did a gig at noon at a vineyard. I got beer and pizza, and I shot archery, and I got paid handsomely for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, not to get metaphysical and shit, but you have to train yourself to think like that. Because it's like, at some point, the, the there's another goalpost, another goalpost, yep. and comparing yourself to other comedians or yeah. brothers, and, you know, like, oh. fuck it. Um, it it'll, it'll take you right out, man. And, like... I mean, you at a time for a time were like, man, there's nothing I want to do other than videography. Like, well, videography is my passion. That's what I want to do. And then you eventually start getting paid for it, and then you start starts being the way that you pay your bills. And then it's years later, and you're like, fucking goddamn, gotta set I'm up out. another XLR I'm again. And I, oh you know, no, I, I'm completely out now. Well, yeah, you know anyway, what I mean. I'm, I'm like, getting it's calls like, today. For... It was just, it's the same with music for me. Like there, there are, I am trying to appreciate it a little bit more now because I mean, it is something that. I do really like doing, and obviously mm -hmm. as a musical comic, I couldn't decide. Much like Rory, yeah. I was like, "What do you? What would you rather be?" And I was like, "Yes, you know, yeah. like that's that's kind of that was my <laughs> that's answer." That's how I am that. now, and I'm yeah. in my late forties. I haven't. Yeah, but I, I mean, there was a time like I stopped completely where I was just really like, right. you know, I mean, it's it was just wasn't worth it. Didn't matter how high the paycheck was. Yeah. It was like, you know, two grand to play my wedding. And I'm like, oh, great. So I have to sit in the corner and be ignored for six hours. No, right. thanks. Oh, fuck. You know I mean? need finger gigs. sandwiches. No, you know, yeah, like I'm not doing gigs. that. Yeah, but that's I, interesting because we, we talk about, you know, goalposts and always wanting to get to the next level. Right. And yeah. I I'm completely content right now. Yeah. Like I honestly like. If the rest of my comedy career is at the level it's at now, where I get to go on tours with my friends, I get to do 30 minutes uh, at a time, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Right? Like, don't get me wrong. If, if things were to break my way and I get JFL and I become an international superstar, then great. Yeah. You know, I would yeah. love that. But I love what I do. I love the level that... I've achieved. I, I've made some incredible friends along the way. Yeah. I get to stand up and tell jokes, and people laugh, and I get paid for it, man. Yeah. Consistently. So that's to me. That's how I feel about I'm, music now. Yeah. Truthfully, yeah. It's like I've I'm reached a point where with... I'm I'm satisfied. If it never gets any higher than this, yeah. Again, I would like to do better, and I would like to do more. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Me, it's just I always need to be creating, and I don't care what. It, and yeah. pe people like like I still, I work on music so much. Right. For the amount that I release. And, and for the amount of money I make on it, which is fucking nothing. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I love the idea of writing music and I love learning new stuff and new mixing techniques. And it's just about learning 
But the, the neat thing about the entertainment business and comedy specifically is how many people after high school get to hang with their friends? Like everyone yeah. goes off, they, they do the family thing or you do the job thing. You do the job social things that you feel you have to and they're all terrible and pizza parties and dress down yep. Fridays and all that horse shit. But this one, like after every show, sometimes the hang is better than the show. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. And it's a bunch of creative people who just took a chance. So they're brave and they, they've done some introspective stuff in their life because they've, they've written, they've bombed, and they've gotten better. And we could all just enjoy the fruits of our labors. People don't hang out with friends. That's right. Yeah. But we do. Uh, yeah. And we're older. And that's the yeah. coolest. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's fantastic. Some of my best friends, all my best friends, truthfully, are, are comedians or in, you know, comedy yeah. adjacent and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like, is it unhealthy? Maybe, Maybe you know, yeah. like, but honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, just getting to, you know, go to a bar afterwards and shut her down and just shit talking and, you know, talking about comedy and your favorite comedians and yeah. whatever, you know, like, it's that's that kind of the way for me. So it, it's like, there's always that meme that says, you know, um, you know, people lose their magic after as adults because they, no one asks you what your favorite dinosaur is anymore. Yeah. But we fucking ask that shit of ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a that's a good crowd work technique. Why don't you start asking that? <laughs> oh, What's your favorite dinosaur? dinosaur? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a way to a good way to wrap this one up. Is a good roast on Lewis, and we're talking about <laughs> friends and stuff like that. So, uh, any dates you want to plug? Uh, we'll yeah, sure. I think this one comes out after the crowd work thing. But if it doesn't, the crowds versus comics on June eighth. Uh, just check my website, yeah. logandoingstuff.com, for anything like that. Uh, I'm going to be doing a bunch of music dates, and the music dates are going to go up on the website as well. But uh, Yucks West, uh, not Yucks Marriott anymore, unfortunately, on the 16th. I'm going to be at the Keystorm in Brockville. I'm headlining the Keystorm on the 15th in June. Bushel Cidery, I'm going to be middling with Wafik Nazrella headlining on the 22nd. Kitchissippi with Lewis is actually going to be there. We're going to be hey, doing a, a nice. friggin'. That, that's going to be fun on the 23rd. Uh, Pints and Punchlines on the 29th. Laugh Lounge on June, uh, July, uh, June 30th. And then, yeah, okay, yeah, come see me at, uh, you know, just check the website, Logan doing stuff uh, for all your dates and shits. We're never inviting anyone with more dates than us no, again. No, exactly. <laughs> this is terrible. Logan, thanks for having, uh, thanks for coming on and uh, get us to the show. And, uh, man, I can't wait to perform with you soon. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, always a pleasure, Logan. Uh, you were one of the first guests we wanted to have, and I'm glad this worked out. So uh, oh, thanks cool. for coming, man. I was just getting jealous, honestly. Yes, yeah. I saw Rory on. I was like, not today, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> What did I tell you at the roast? I, I said, because uh, you sent a voice note to Lewis yeah. uh, complimenting the show. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly, I've listened to it 30 times. Every time I'm sad, I listen to it because it's the best review I've ever had. Oh, dude, yeah. And uh, I, when I die, I don't even want a um, eulogy. I just want them to play the audio of that clip. <laughs> but, so, but you so got a guitar you. solo along with it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. I'll play some sad, part. like, you know, A minor in the background or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Peace. Anything can happen when you set out on the road, but all that matters.